know a lot about golf. Hey, it is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, where he is reigning supreme as the number one golf instructor in the state. Oh, Indiana. It has not been, you know, been a good time for us. Man, we, we had Fool's Spring a week ago. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. It was nice to see it as if it could happen. It was a but, test. Um, guess what? It uh, didn't happen for long. That's right. Like, you feel like the, uh, the emergency right broadcast thing. what we knew was going to be. <laughs> this is a test. For the next three days, you're going to have wonderful weather. <laughs> do not get used <laughs> exactly to it. Exactly right. <laughs> do not get used do to not it. Get, do not get used to it. Do not act happy for very long. <laughs> do not, do not make any long-term arrangements to play golf either. That was one of the problems, man. It was, it was That's terrible, right. man. It was like, you know, I was making plans to play golf. I was going to play on Sunday. My brother-in-law said, "I got to work on Sunday. Let's play Monday." Well, Sunday it was sixty-eight. Monday it was thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, sure. it was snow in the air. You got all these golf courses out there going. We've cut our greens. Yeah. Oh, Get out no. here, boys. <laughs> And now all of a sudden they're going. We shouldn't have cut our greens. It's still a little early. It's get freezing cold. It is. It's still a little early in the season for many of us. Most of us, I guess, uh, still way early in the season for some of our brethren in the uh, in the northern tier of states in the northeast. And for those of you down in the southeast, well, pff, you've been playing golf all year anyhow, so who cares? But what's going to happen is most of us are going to have to try to get back into the swing, literally and figuratively speaking. And we got a guy who's got a, a pretty decent swing trainer, a, a whole golf trainer system. We're going to talk to him coming up in a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the best golf courses to play. If you want to play right now in warm weather, some of them you can head off down to the Carolinas. I know that's when you're having affinity for that. And a lot more, too. I so, do. And we're going to talk to our buddy Virgil Herring down in Nashville because, you know, the, the tornadoes that swept through there last week left a lot of damage. And all of the golf instructors in Nashville are getting together to help raise money, as golf does, to uh, to help raise money for the reconstruction of Nashville. They've got a GoFundMe page. Uh, it's charity.gofundme.com slash TGF Golfathon. And we're going to talk to Virgil during the show today and, and get some more information about what they're doing to raise some money. Very worthwhile. And folks, even if you're not anywhere close to Nashville, they need some help. So stick around with us because we're going to talk about golf, fun golf, for the next hour right here with those Weekend Golf Guys. Do not move, please. I want to talk to you about my wife. She is a critical care nurse, works four 12-hour shifts a week at the hospital. Her knees hurt. And she's tried the icy hots and the Bengays of the world only to say, yeah, I got 20 minutes of relief. That pain is right back again. So I got this bottle of stuff in the mail. This is Omax Health. It's called CryoFreeze CBD. They developed it at Omax Health. It's a non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on, specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. All right, so she rolled it on and went to work. Came back in the morning, and you know what she said to me? It works! Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryptoFreeze pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. Now, the discount also applies to anything, any product, site-wide on their website. Just go to omaxhealth.com today. Enter the code WEEKEND and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is omaxhealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. You'll get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. omaxhealth.com. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? And what about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Well, Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. And you can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend and you'll get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash weekend. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend. 
And it is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Get ready for what's going to be a great golf season. I mean, what is the Players' Championships coming up? This, or is being played this weekend, isn't it? Isn't it this weekend? It is. They're going. Look, PPC Sawgrass. Everybody loves that place, right? There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that live down that way. Friend of the show, yeah. Tyler Duncan, yeah. uh, lives in uh, Ponte Vedra Beach, and uh, he that's his home place. Loves to practice there. Got a great. Uh, Great time. Hopefully, he'll have a good week. Hopefully. Um, yeah, yeah. Home track advantage, let's say. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, but him and like the other 50% of the field. <laughs> I mean, everybody well, yeah, lives right. in Point of Vir- Point- got the home track Ponte Vedra right? or Jupiter or somewhere down there. I was reading an article about Pete Dye, Pete Dye courses. Yeah. Because um, he passed away recently. So his legacy is being, I don't want to say hyped, but his legacy is living on and people are very concerned about making sure that the peak die golf courses are recognized for what they are, uh, including TPC Sawgrass that they're playing on this week. Some right. probably the best designed golf courses in the world. And there was an article about the, the top golf courses that are peak die designs. And they had um, TPC Sawgrass was on it. Uh, what is it? The hair of the dog or teeth of the dog or the dog, growl yeah. the, the dog, dog or whatever the story there, John. <laughs> in the Dominican Republic, and and um, right. and then they had an, an addendum to the article on the top Pete Dye golf courses you can play. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, these are the quote unquote affordable ones, and, <laughs> and listed among that group was our very own favorite Pete Dye course at French Lick. Yes, and yeah. you can play it. You can and play you it. Have I have. I have not you paid have to play it. it. <laughs> I understand that, that would uh, be a problem. One has a loose definition of playing. <laughs> well, but nonetheless, I have swung a club and were, hit a ball on the property. Can we put it that way? We can put it that way. Matter of fact, you <laughs> got to see an awful lot of that property. I was impressed, really, truly. I didn't know that some golf carts had the off-road capability. <laughs> Yours did, well, but nonetheless, <laughs> after you play the first time, they know who to give the four wheelers to. So that's right, they do. <laughs> you know, the, and the repelling gear too. <laughs> you know that is the problem with that course, man. Is the steep? You know, thick rough is okay. Thick rough with a ball seven feet above your feet on the side of a hill. That's, that's not a tough okay, deal, man. That's, that's a tough deal. That's man is killer. That's a hand. That's a hand mashy if I ever saw one. <laughs> yes, indeed. It certainly is. <laughs> but I was reading that and I was reading it with, you know, great interest because the, I'm not sure who the uh, average reader is of this magazine that had this article, but the, the greens fees were all much the same for the Pete Dye courses. You can play. They were $300 and up somewhere between three and 350. Now, is it just me, or is that slightly ridiculous for a round of golf? Well, I think it's just you. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> gotcha. Look, look, I think that when you know you're going to go to a place that's going to charge that kind of money, right, you mm-hmm. know a couple things. First, it's going to be a fabulous experience. It is, definitely. And two, that's what you're paying for. Not just the golf, not just for 18 holes of golf. You can't look at it in that light. Mm-hmm. You would never look at going to St. Andrews and paying the, what is it, about $300 to play there. Yeah, that's true. You actually paid for the whole experience. Yeah, same and thing the with magistry. the magistry. You actually paid you know, to go there, which means you got on a flight, and mm-hmm. then you paid for hotels, and you did all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. To go play that golf course. True. And you wouldn't look at that one like it's just 18 holes. No, same thing with and like Pebble Beach. Same thing, Pebble Beach, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, you, you got to look at this and go, yeah, just because I can drive to this one doesn't mean that it's, it isn't any less the experience true. that you're paying for. True. It right? is. So it if is you look at it like experience. I'm spending $350, but look what I get to do today. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's bucket list stuff. It is. So, yeah. So I think it's just you, John. Okay. What I do want to add to the article that was not in the article, for those of you who may say, experience schmerience, I don't want to pay that much money to play golf. Or if I did play that much money to play golf, I wouldn't be allowed back in my house, which I'm sure is is a situation for, do you think that's just me too, man? Or do you think that's also other people? 
I'm not sure. But I do want to mention one Pete Dye golf course that was conspicuous by its absence in this article. And I couldn't believe it. It's called Kearney Hills. Right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a nice links golf course in Lexington, Kentucky. Guess who owns it? Yeah. The city of Lexington, uh, Kentucky. Do they really? Yes. That, that's a muni, huh? Guess what the greens fees are? And it is below the national average by $6. It is. It is. is. And it's beautiful. It's a link style course. It's It's windy though. Wow. It's a windy windy golf course. I don't care what day of the year you go there. The wind is, I think they've got fans. They do. Every Lynx course does that. It's it's just something about no trees attracts wind. And that's a funny thing. Yeah. I wonder how that works. I'm not sure. Huh. But there's also a lot of horses in the area. I don't know if there's a correlation. <laughs> Wondering. Not a lot of cows, but a lot of horses. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Horses used to roam that ground. They did. That's that's right smack dab in the bluegrass country of Kentucky. So hmm. Check it out. If if you'd like to play a Pete Dye golf course to say you have, and you're somewhere within driving distance of Lexington, Kentucky, which is many, many people. I mean, it's right there in I-64. In fact, you can see it from Interstate 64 in Lexington. And it's pretty, and it's got a huge clubhouse. And I mean, it, it looks like a typical Pete Dye course. It just doesn't charge. It plays like a typical Pete Dye course. It doesn't charge as a typical Pete Dye course. You know what Pete Dye golf course, I think that gets a lot of hype um the tour plays it and um they they get a they get a pretty penny to play there but boy it's scenic in the last couple holes mm-hmm. harbor town yes harbor town last links. two holes are just gorgeous I know, the one you hit you into know, the, the rest of the golf course is really fun mm-hmm. but i don't think it's worth that money now i played it you know four or five times mm-hmm. and i know i i'm a little bit i don't have to pay as much as you get pay but the truth is is that i like those last two holes a lot mm-hmm. i like about three or four other holes out there i think they've got the best set of par threes that i've ever played on any golf course cool all right i would stack those four that cluster of those four up against any that i've played now granted i have not played cypress point okay i have not yet played Positiempo. i've been to Positiempo and i didn't even get a play wow those are two Alistair McKenzie golf courses that mm-hmm. are mind-blowingly good, and I have not yet played either of them. But nonetheless, out of all the golf courses I've played everywhere, the set of those four holes at Harbortown, I would challenge anybody to have a better set of par threes. Cool. That it's, they're, they're, that, they're outstanding. Yeah, and that's right And the final there. hole at Harbortown with the widest fairway on the PGA Tour and then hit into one of the smallest greens you'll ever set foot on. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. <laughs> and when the wind is whipping, that's a pretty tough hole. Yeah. And that's it looks really simple, really straightforward. It gives you a lot of room to hit it until you hit it just a little bit past that fat part, and then it gets really skinny again. <laughs> and that, that wind, because of it's right there on the uh, ocean. Um, the wind is as bad as it is at uh, at the ocean course in Kiowa, which is another peak dike course. It is, not? and that's a really cool golf course, yes, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. So why don't you drive on down to uh, Lexington, pay 34 bucks, play 18 holes on a peak dike course, get yourself all psyched, and then keep on driving south. Hit a little that's Hilton right. Head, a little Kiowa Island, just do a peak yeah. dike tour of your very own. And um, and then sounds like fun. come on back up here when it gets a little warmer and play French Lick and you're going to have one heck of a time. We're going to talk about some other places you can go to have a heck of a time, too, when we come right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Hey, do me a favor. While you're thinking about it right now, why don't you go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com? Okay, what we're going to be doing, Jeff and I together, we'll be doing a one-day seminars on how to use golf effectively for business. We're going to concentrate on charity golf scrambles because you know there are many of them. I'm sure if you have a business, you've probably bought a sponsorship and put a team in one or two of them. We're going to show you how to make that a great business opportunity with a fantastic return on investment and a great way to build trust very quickly with customers and also prospects. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com 
When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? And what about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Well, Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. And you can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend and you'll get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash weekend. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend. It seems to be happening so much more often now when I play golf, but I'll get done with 18 holes and I'll come home and, you know, sit down, relax a little bit. And suddenly I get up and the knees hurt and it lasts for a couple of days now. So Omax Health, one of our sponsors, has been telling me to use this CryoFreeze CBD roll-on that they've developed for pain. So I said, well, I've got some. I might as well. What the heck, huh? It's triple action pain relief roll-on specifically formulated to block pain receptors to reduce inflammation and improve muscle and joint flexibility, which is exactly what I needed. It's a 100% natural CBD-powered remedy. It works its magic within 10 minutes of application. That's what it said on the label, and that's actually what happened. And it lasts for about eight hours at a time. It's called CryoFreeze. Go to OmaxHealth.com and enter the code WEEKEND. That is O-M-A-X Health.com. Enter the code WEEKEND and you will get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. And welcome back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And we're talking about uh, some places you can go right now to play some very comfortable southern golf. You know, yeah. I used to spend, you know, I spent a decade of my life uh, in in the Carolinas, in North Carolina to mm-hmm. be exact. Mm-hmm. And um, I I, I want to retire to the Carolinas mm-hmm. today. <laughs> because I know what retired people do. They play a bunch of golf. They do. And, <laughs> and I want to do that because... I have played, John, I can't begin to tell you how many great golf courses I could rattle off right now of places where people ought to go to play in the Carolinas. It's silly. Well, you know, it's funny you should bring it's that silly. up, man. It is. There's lots of great ones. Um, now, the, the Carolinas are broken up into different different areas based on the topography. Um, yeah. You've got, you know, right. the, you've, you've got the low country, which is the, you know, oceanfront in South Carolina, North Carolina. You've yeah. got the Piedmont Charleston region in South Carolina. Right? Yeah. You've got the Piedmont region in South Carolina. You've got the Aberdeen. The North, North Carolina there. you got you got Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High mm-hmm. Point. Um, you know, you got yeah, that, the, that the, whole region in there from Yadkinville all the way over. Yadkinville, I know it's kind of an odd, yeah. odd place. But, boy, there's some great golf courses in that region. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. Did you ever play golf in Mount Airy? Go see. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a nice golf course there. <laughs> yes, and, sir. And uh, Mount Airy is in Mayberry. Mayberry. That's what they call it. Yeah. Right? Yes, that's right. That's the whole thing is that the whole uh, premise of the show was based off of that location. Yep. And um, Mount Pilot in the show is actually Pilot Mountain, which is creative, really creative. Yeah. <laughs> and they switch those two words around, you know. Them, um, them boy, TV people. They get some gorgeous golf courses in that region. If you're ever in Greensboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. I got to spend the first few years of my career at a wonderful place, affordable John, you mm-hmm. want to talk about affordable golf, sure. municipal type golf? Yep. There is a Pete Dye golf course in High Point, North Carolina, and um, Oak Hollow. And it's on a lake, on Oak Hollow Lake in uh, High Point, North Carolina. You'll pay 35, 40 bucks to play it at the most. Mm-hmm. What an interesting track that is. Holy smokes, what a great track. And after you're done playing golf, you can always go buy some cheap furniture. Yeah, you can, because yeah, that's right where it's all. That's where that's all it. the furniture companies are at, man. High Point, that's North right. Carolina. High Point, North Carolina. Lexington, North Carolina. Yeah, but I was reading Boy, a, an article, man, about some of the uh, the golf courses that you love in North Carolina in, in the uh, oh, yeah. the Aberdeen area, Pinehurst, Southern Pines area. Oh yeah. Um, of oh, course, yeah. they they had them ranked, and mm. you're never going to guess what number one is. 
Um, <laughs> let me think. Mm, I think it's number two. Number two. Number one is number two. Number Pinehurst number yeah. two. And then the Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club's number two. Pinehurst number right. eight is number three. Pinehurst number four is number four. And uh, then they- I would rank them a little differently. Would you? I'll tell you what. I would rank number two, number four, and I would rank number four, number one, hmm. and I would rank mid pines number three, and pine needles number five. Really? Okay. Uh huh. I love pine needles, and yet I just rank them fifth. Yeah. Because mid pines is a better golf course. Yeah, but I mean, and- you talk the top five. The top five courses in that area, you're talking minuscule differences between them, man. Well, you know, the, and, and everyone we just mentioned, except number four, uh, I believe is a, is a Donald Ross golf course. Yeah. Didn't yeah. we say that? And, and there's other golf courses down there that just will blow your mind. Uh, how good they are just up the road, just a half hour friends of the show mm-hmm. tobacco road, baby listed at number 40 out of the top 100 golf courses in the state of Carolina. North Carolina. Really? Yep. They are absolutely wrong. That thing belongs in the top 10. It is the most fun that you're going to have with golf clubs in your hand. And you don't even have to have any booze. (laughs) You know, I'm afraid, Jeff, there are a lot of people who to play that place who look at at golf courses like Tobacco Road and look at it as more of a challenge than fun. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, it is a challenge, but boy, if you play the right set of tees, yeah. It's not just mildly challenging to to really challenging. If you play the right set of tees, it is so much fun. You get to you get to stand there and look at different shots going, really? I gotta do what? <laughs> they expect me to do what? <laughs> it is so much what a blast that golf course is. But anyway, yeah. I'll I'll get off of that one. Yeah. Because there's so many to talk about. Have you played the it's new course at Talamore? I have not played the new course at Talamore. Okay. And I want to play the new course at Talamore because I heard it's fabulous. How about Southern Pines so, Golf Club? You played that one? I have played Southern Pines Golf mm-hmm. Club. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You know what golf course down there that I wish I wish that Pinehurst would open it up because I heard they bought it. What's that? It's a golf course that used to be around a while, and it was a fantastic track. It was brutal. And it was called The Pit. <laughs> and it was in Aberdeen. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you that – it went by the wayside. They couldn't make it. They couldn't make it work. Uh, and Pinehurst bought them. And I am told, I don't know this for fact. I'm just told by you know people down that region that uh, Pinehurst bought them, and they're going to make it the number ten. Wow. Which means open it up in a hurry, please, people, because I want to go. Yeah. Is there a Pinehurst off- number one? There is a Pinehurst number one. How come it, it never it, makes anybody's list? One through four emanate from the main the main clubhouse there. Okay. Um, Pinehurst number one is a, is a small golf course and there's a lot of old homes on it. And it's a Donald Ross golf course. And it isn't one of those things that they try to tout as being the thing that champions were made of. And the same thing with number three and number five. Yeah. Because number one and number four are there. And believe me, those are killer golf courses. Yeah. Cause not this- one, three and five. Okay. All are solid golf courses. They really are, and all of them are topography. All of them flat. are not on this list, strangely enough. On the top fifty yeah. list, they've got two, eight, four, nine, seven, and six in that order. Yeah. Numbers. It, interestingly enough, uh, one through five are at the main clubhouse, and the other ones are off-site. Okay. Because how many golf courses can you have emanating from one building anyway? I don't know. Let's go to Myrtle Beach and count them. They do five. <laughs> As in Myrtle Beach, well, man, you hit a bad shot, you hit a slice, you're going to have a shot not only from another fairway, but from another golf course. Yeah, that's true because they, <laughs> that is really appropriate. Yes, I got to tell you. Because <laughs> there's some places down there where you're like, yep, I'm on the golf course. Wrong one. <laughs> Come on. That's right. Just go over here. The genius on the carts are going, you're on the wrong golf course, buddy. <laughs> Turn around now. <laughs> <laughs> Make a U-turn now. Yeah, it's That's right. Man, it is just, if you have not been to the Carolinas to play golf. Now, we're not getting paid to say this. We don't have any sponsorships coming emanating out of the Carolinas at all. This is just personal, our recommendation to you. Um, Because it is probably the best golf. And I got to tell you, I I had not been playing golf long uh, when I found myself doing a morning show in the city of Charleston, South Carolina. And I got a phone call one morning from the 
director of golf for the entire city who loved listening to me for one reason or another, asked me if I played golf, to which, you know, I've always never said no. So, yeah, sure, yeah, meaning I own clubs. I really was not a golfer at the time. He said, hey, man, anytime you want to come out, come on out. Well, you've never turned an off- offer like that down. No, I've never turned an offer like that down in my life. You're going to offer me free golf. I'll be there before the phone is hung up. And I was playing three or four times a week. You know, you do mornings, man, 1030 in the morning. You're done for the day. Seriously. So, so what, do you get up at three o'clock when you do that or yeah, something? Yeah, 330. Yeah. You know, so I could either go home and nap or go out and play golf. I'd go out and play golf That's every exactly day. what I did. And and I got somewhat decent at it. Good enough to accept the invitation to go to uh, Hilton Head with a record promoter who wanted to take Ooh. me out and play golf at uh, um, the one we just talked about in the last segment, whose Harbor, name is Harbor, Harbor Town Links. And at the time, I'll tell you how long ago it was, the greens fees were only 80 bucks a piece. So. Oh, wow. That was um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1843, well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Sorry. that's the way it goes, man. But that's it. But but no, you owe it to yourself. Florida, yeah, Florida's flat. Florida's got a lot of golf courses. Florida has very, very inexpensive tee times if you want to go in the afternoon and play because it's hot. There's a reason for that. Yes. You want to like go and play some, some great golf courses with history, um, with challenge, great layouts, bucket list stuff. South Carolina, North Carolina, put it on the map, put it on the bucket list, get there. That's where you need to go. In our own humble yet nevertheless expert opinions. And another southern state we want to talk about is Tennessee. I'm sure you've heard about the uh, tornadoes that went through seven to ten days ago. Fifty miles that tornado was on the ground. All the way from Nashville to Cookville, Tennessee, and it is a mess. And the, uh, as you might expect... The golfing community in Nashville and in Tennessee, East Tennessee, is getting together to raise money to help put the town and the state back together again. Virgil Herring, our buddy down there, and a lot of his other uh, golf teacher friends and a lot of Jeff's teacher friends are basically contributing an entire day's worth of lessons to a fund to help put the city back together again. And if you want to take some lessons from uh, some of the best golf instructors in the world that uh, are in Nashville area, you can do that and that money will go to help the fund or you can just just go to the fund itself. You can go to charity.gofundme.com slash tgfgolfathon. That's charity.gofundme.com, tgf.golfathon. We're going to be talking about some practice techniques when we come back, and we're coming right back. I want you to hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Hey, do me a favor while you're thinking about it right now. Why don't you go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com? Okay, what we're going to be doing, Jeff and I together, we'll be doing a one-day seminars on how to use golf effectively for business. We're going to concentrate on charity golf scrambles because you know there are many of them. I'm sure if you have a business, you've probably bought a sponsorship and put a team in one or two of them. We're going to show you how to make that a great business opportunity with a fantastic return on investment and a great way to build trust very quickly with customers and also prospects. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? And what about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Well, Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. And you can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend and you'll get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash weekend. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. 
Post your job today at Indeed.com slash weekend. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave in Edinburgh, Indiana at the uh, Timbergate Golf Course. And with us on the line, Michael Gish, well, golf instructor, been instructor for many, many years, an inventor. And you've got a new product, and and thank you very much for sending us a, a sample of it, man. And hopefully, I gave it to uh, Intrepid producer Mark because he needs the help. He could use it. <laughs> <laughs> he could use it. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to tell him we came, man. I'm just going to keep it to myself, and, and again, astound everybody on the regular on the regular foursome, going, "Whoa, whoa, what, what happened to you, man? How'd you do that?" Looking forward That's to it. it. I've had a lot of that. I've had a lot of those reactions over the years. Have you really? I, Absolutely. I'm yeah. sure it does, man, because it, it cures basically, I'm going to let you explain it, but it, in my opinion, it cures the basic mistake most recreational golfers play, uh, make that make it so that they can't score very well. Yeah. I mean, I, what everyone knows what their fault is. I'm sure Jeff will, uh, test to, you know, when people come to them, they never know what they need to do right. They always just know what they do wrong. Right. <laughs> hey, I come over the top. Hey, I flip down to bottom. Hey, my arms pull in when I'm done in my finish. Okay. That's stop great. it. Just stop it. Those, those, those are all things I'm glad you know, and I'm sure your buddies told you happened every time you swing poorly. Now, let's work on the, some of the little things we need to do right. So ultimately, these products are there to enforce those those good, simple fundamentals of what we can do right. And uh, what really makes our products different is they can custom fit to any golfer. Uh, we were talking a minute earlier about the TGT V2 can fit on U.S. kids' clubs all the way to jumbo grips. Uh, I have a little three-year-old. Me and him go out back every day pretty much, and I attach the product to his little club, and he does the same thing Daddy does. Mm. And it's a great way to be bringing the kids into the game where I was telling John, you know, we had a big void in the junior market when it comes to training devices. And that was where kind of my original conception started of wanting to develop something that kids could use. And now also adults can use and, you know, everybody out there can get some benefit from good, correct feedback. I see these things and I've, and I've, and I've got, uh, I've got them and I use them in, in so many different ways. That's the, the thing that I see. And I know how you, you've got them on the website and, and I see the, the, the angled one that you can, you can put down there in your, your, your version two and you can put it there, but I've found so many other creative ways to use these things it just amazes me if you open up your mind what you've done because so, you've created a product that can be used in different ways from the mm-hmm. wrist trainer to the to the same thing putting it on the hip you know i actually have put one into the ground at one point to to make somebody swing below the ball you know yeah. put it on a little angle but just i'm finding so many different things that you can do I, I think that that's the creativity that you've allowed with this product because there are specific things that it does, but yet it offers flexibility to do more, which is terrific. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You see what the golf swings look like. And, you know, I, I come from uh, uh, an area in Pennsylvania where Jim Furyk grew up around Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and one of the all-time best swings ever. And very unique. And people would have said, no, 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 no. That's not the way you swing the golf club. Right. Now a guy like Matt Wolf gets on tour. Well, you're looking at almost every recreational golfer trying to make that backswing <laughs> <laughs> and, and downswing yeah. move these days. You know, so I think everyone's kind of come to the conclusion that, hey, look, golf's a whole lot more fun if I go out and learn how to swing it my way. You know, and, and that's what I love to do. Our tagline is, you know, get out there and learn your process. Go take a good golf lesson, get to a, a good pro who knows what he's talking about, and then take that, learn your process, and then own it. Own your swing. And our products allow you to go practice every day, run that process through, and then learn how you do it. Make it yours. So then the stuff is adjustable in as, in as much as there's not just one right way to swing to make your, your training stuff work well. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. And uh, it adjusts to everybody. So, you know, some people are looking for a flat lead wrist. Some people are looking for a little bit more of that bowed Dustin Johnson lead wrist. So our products allow you to kind of customize it depending upon what you're looking to do in your swing so that you get the correct feedback. And so you're not out there trying to conform what you do to a set static product that kind of makes you swing in a certain way. And, And that's really what the products have done. I yeah. uh, allow you to increase and decrease the difficulty, you know, with our hip device. Uh, 
I've seen so much success. I actually have a girl who turned professional last year, Valentina Help, played at Southern Mississippi University. And she started with this hip device on her trail hip in a way to help her sequencing because, you know, she had very fast hips and would get out of sequence. The club would get stuck behind her, people would say, you know, and she'd miss a lot of shots out to the right or kind of hook them. Well, by the time she graduated, she was able to progress the setting of the hip device all the way up to the front where you see people using alignment sticks sometimes, which is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend it. Mm -hmm. uh, and to sequence your downswing. So this girl was able to be at college, take the information I gave her, use the product and actually see herself improve day in, week in, month after month and get better. You know, I knew a girl in college once who had very fast hips, but that's a totally different story. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> One of the things, though, that makes it so great about what your stuff does, Michael, is it it does not eliminate the need for lessons. It's no. something that a, a, a professional or PGA trained teacher needs to show you how to use. You just can't pick it up and try to figure it out on your own. You still need to get lessons. Yeah, I mean – it's ultimately one of those things I feel like is the best way to reinforce your lessons. Yeah. Look, I've been given lessons for 20 years and I feel like the cost for lessons gets to be a little bit outrageous, but ultimately take what you've learned and now take it home with you and be able to repeat what you did. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this technology, which is fantastic and, and really actually reinforces the products well when you're using different things like gears and even track man where now you're able to say hey i can repeat what i did on those machines and those numbers by taking the product and using it correctly outside of the setting so you it's know, really I, a I, way I, to I, kind of enhance the lesson yeah i agree there's there's times where information is good and there's times where some product that's out there that can really help solidify that information is really good because then the player can just train and train and train. And I'm amazed at what they can do. And like I've said about your product already, there's so many variables that you could you could put these things into to use it that if you're creative, you can use this for a lot more than what it is you've got on your website. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, I try to tell people all the time. I mean, I, I probably have over 60 some settings or ways that I've used that V2 over the years, of course, you know, from prototype to now. And I tell people, I only tell people three or four because, because <laughs> from there, I do want you to be creative. I do want you to use your mind. And all, all these teaching pros out there have such creative minds and such great brains. And it's almost like handing them their own personal prototype. It's like saying, hey, here you go. Take these rods and bend them and shape them however training aid you ever thought you wanted to make in your life. And now use it on your student. And Jeff, that's like you using those pool noodles. I mean, you can, you can bend and shape anything to to create anything you need to. Yeah. And that's that's yeah, the it, benefit the of pool being... noodles also serve as something else too. Sometimes, you know, when I get a little frustrated <laughs> with you, John, it's easy for me to <laughs> just um, bang them against the head. On you with it. I know right? <laughs> <laughs> works well. But again, it's just it does. It's it's just reinforcing the idea that if you want to play this game, go to somebody who knows how to play better than you do and teaches for a living. You know, uh, don't go to one of your friends that plays better than you do or thinks they play better than you do because they don't know what the heck happens. You got to go to somebody that knows what's going on, which is, you know, a bona fide instructor. Sure. We have uh, an instructor locator. I don't know if you guys have checked this out yet, but my business partner, we just started this instructor locator. So we're going to have to get uh, Jeff on there for sure, where we can send our customers when they make a purchase, mm -hmm. find the closest instructor around them that know how to use these products and are basically guaranteed going to give them a great lesson to show them how to use the products the right way for their swing. That's a fantastic right. idea, man. Fantastic idea. Michael Gish, this is great, man. You've been using the, the stuff, Jeff, already. So, I mean, you're you're very familiar with what's going on. You you use it repeatedly in your own lessons. I do. I do because, it. you know, when I work, especially when I'm working with two or three people at a time, because I can show one person what they need to do, and then I can give them the training aid to say this one is going to help you in this way, go over there and work on it while I'm six feet away working with somebody else. Right. Right. Helps out yeah. a lot. Clinics I've found amazing for clinics. You know, I've done ladies, lots of ladies clinics in the past, you know, and even juniors, you know, you line these kids up and you give them a goal and an objective and you let them go. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you come back, they're telling you, Hey, coach, coach, look how many of these I can do right. Or watch me do this. I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that, now that's something that kid's going to be able to repeat forever. If he's the one who did it. That's right. Yeah. You got that for sure. Setting goals and getting the kids to, uh, to buy into it is so easy when it's fun. And yeah. this whole thing makes it fun, man. It's great. Absolutely great. Yeah. Some uh, some shameless self promotion, Michael. Uh, people go, what the heck are we talking about here? Websites, uh, how to get them, where to get them, all that kind of good stuff. Go, floor is yours. All right, www.totalgolftrainer.com. You can also find them on Amazon, and uh, we just got ourselves uh, set up in the UK as well. We're Ooh. starting to expand internationally uh, with our Amazon around the world. So get ready. Totalgolftrainer.com. You got you got some videos on there so people can understand um, what it is that they're supposed to accomplish by using your stuff. And there's a there's a yeah. very very colorful fold out in the package that also explains what you're supposed to be able to do. But again, find somebody like Jeff or someone like Michael somewhere or close to where you're at, and go say, "Okay, I got this stuff. What do I do with it?" And they will much more be able to tell you how to use it correctly, right? Absolutely. Check out our instructor locator. Find the closest instructor near you after you make the purchase. That's it. Mike, how long have you been working on this? Are you in the Pennsylvania area all the time? You were native no, up there? No, not anymore. I oh. grew up in the Pennsylvania area. I grew up in the Hershey area of Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, playing at the old country club there, Hershey. And my, my grandfather actually got to play a little golf with Mr. Hogan when Whoa. he was the head pro there. Wow. Okay. And uh, so that's kind of how where my roots all started with my, my grandfather being a really good player. He actually mm-hmm. shot 72 at 72. So goals. Oh. Oh. Goals. <laughs> uh, so I had, had that in me going from the beginning. And then I went to college in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and came on down here to Florida about 20 years ago to start to work for Jim McClain and been here uh, ever since. We were just talking about Carolina golf, man. North mm. and South. I lived in Charleston for a long time. Jeff's got uh, some part-time residents in Hilton Head. And, man, that is like Mecca for us on the East Coast. It is my favorite. Yeah, it really it's my is. favorite. Yeah. It really I, is. I always, tell my, I, always, I always tell my wife, we're going anywhere. We're going back to the Carolina coast somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I told Jeff, I, I played in Myrtle Beach once, and I sliced the ball. I wasn't on the uh, another fairway. I was on another golf course. Cause the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kind of butt up against it's each other. Yeah, it's it's really weird, man. But Carolinas, man, that's that is where I mean, if you're on the East Coast, especially if you're up in New England, New York, uh, you know, Upper Midwest, get in a car, put the clubs in the car, clean them up on the way, and just come on down. Stop in the Carolinas, man, because the temperature is already comfortable there, and it's just such a nice place. Hey, we do an event every year there. Uh, it's the world's largest amateur golf tournament, I believe. Mm-hmm. In, in Myrtle uh, Beach? Any handicap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were there last year, actually, as a vendor. Uh, oh, we cool. set up a big 20 by 10 hitting net. We let people get out there and try the products mm-hmm. and everything. And we had a great three days, got to meet some amazing golfers and have some amazing stories. I have to share some with you guys of some testimonials of people who came one day, got the product. I gave them a little instruction on how to use it and what would be the best way for them to try to use it. And they come back the next day saying, I shot such a lower score. Or I won my division. Or, uh-huh. We had all kinds of stuff. So Fantastic. that's a great event. If you're wanting to check out the Carolinas and you're a golfer, that, that event is really amazing. And they have the world's largest 19th hole. Yeah, we'll have to go down and check that out. We got invited two years ago and just couldn't make it. So I think we'll have to see when we get invited again. That'd be fun. Michael Gish, Total Golf yeah, Trainer, well, man. Appreciate your time. Spend some time with us here. Come on back anytime for those weekend golf guys, man. It's fun. I want to talk to you about my wife. She is a critical care nurse, works four 12-hour shifts a week at the hospital. Her niece heard. And she's tried the Icy Hots and the Bengays of the world only to say, yeah, I get 20 minutes of relief. That pain is right back again. So I got this bottle of stuff in the mail. This is Omax Health. It's called CryoFreeze CBD. They developed it at Omax Health. It's a non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on, specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. All right, so she rolled it on and went to work. Came back in the morning, and you know what she said to me? 
It works. Olmax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of Crypto Freeze Pain Relief Roll-On, plus free shipping. Now, the discount also applies to anything, any product, site-wide on their website. Just go to OmaxHealth.com today. Enter the code WEEKEND and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is O-M-A-X-Health.com. And enter the code WEEKEND. You'll get 20% off Cryo Freeze and anything else site-wide. OmaxHealth.com. And welcome back to those weekend golf guys. We've got a few moments left together here. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I want to welcome in Virgil Herring, who you may have heard of. He is one of the preeminent golf instructors out of Nashville, Tennessee. And if you watch the news, you know that uh, about a week to 10 days ago, there were some bad tornadoes that went through uh, Nashville. And it's still a mess, Virgil, I understand. Huh? It is a mess. It's going to it's gonna take a long time to fully recover. There's so many people struggling. And the tornado stayed on the ground for over 50 miles. So it did devastation from uh, East Nashville all the way to Cookville. So yeah. it's a it's a very serious situation here, and we're we're gonna try to do some great work today to help raise money for the people in need. That's right, and and once again, golf gets into it and uh, and helps raise money. And Jeff, you should do some stuff too, man. Golf teachers all over the place are putting this together. What's going on, real quick? Think, what's going on, man? I think what's necessary here. These guys are doing a great thing. They're gonna volunteer. Uh, they're going to basically, they're going to teach all day long. Got a bunch of great teachers uh, in the Nashville area. Virgil Herring leading the charge there. Matt Walter uh, right alongside and, and a few other fellas there that uh, that are great teachers in that area. They're going to be donating their, their proceeds of the day to help that relief fund. But Virgil, I think that uh, I want to jump in here and, and help out some way. So I think what we ought to try to do is get a bunch of our good teacher friends and have a day just like you're doing locally that we ought to try that nationally and see if we can do that and have a GoFundMe account like you guys have and see if we can all put it together and donate for a relief effort. What do you think about that? Man, that would be awesome. I've already been on the wrong side of Mother Nature's force uh, 10 years ago when we had the massive floods here in, in mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my house and my business. Mm-hmm. And if it, weren't for, if it weren't for the people doing just like what's happening right now, doing raising money and doing things to help me, I wouldn't be in a situation where I could help right now. So it's this is my... This is very important to me to be able to give back because, and show hope because I've already, I've already been there, lost nearly everything, right. and I've been able to rebuild myself with the help of others. Nobody's going to get through this by themselves. Definitely. What what is that GoFundMe page address for? <laughs> it is charity.gofundme.com backslash TGF Golfathon. Okay. So that's TGF as in the Golf Foundation. Right. Uh, and the Golfathon. Cool. So charity.gofundme.com backslash TGF Golfathon. And you can make your donations there. And uh, many, many people will be grateful that you have. Certainly will. And we'll get that up on the website um, also as, as a link to uh, great stuff you're doing. Understand why. And, and uh, if you are in Nashville, go take a lesson from some of these dudes. Overpay for the lesson because it's going to be worthwhile because these guys are great teachers. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you listening too. And uh, go give some money to Nashville. And then go play some golf. And for this week's bonus content, we're going to go back one year. And Jeff is going to explain once again how to get that perfect grip. And we're back. Those weekend golf guys, I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And you are uh, confused. I I, I saw you sitting here through the commercial break looking at your hands as you wrapped them around what you thought looked and felt like a golf grip. And you're wondering, well, do I do it right? Do I do it wrong? Is this going to go left? Is this going to go right? What do I do? I saw you. So, yeah, um, I know. A lot of times I do it with like a pencil or a pen in my hand. Yeah, exactly. We all do. So as earlier, I was speaking about positions and what they can do for you and how your hands work and how they hinge and what they can do with the club. Right. But let's never forget about one of the things that I pay attention to in each and every swing in my golf lessons with people. John, you know, when people come to me, it isn't because they're hitting the ball far and straight and accurate and on target. (laughs) It isn't because of that. No, no, no one's ever come and said, Jeff, I need a lesson because I'm doing everything right. Right. Yeah. It is always to learn how to do it better and to solve the problem of the moment. Oh my gosh, I was hitting everything to the right today. Yep. So we talk for a little while and I have them understand how they can figure it out for themselves and then what action to take. 
But in every golf lesson that I have, I'm paying attention to a couple of things. For example, many times the people put their hands on the club in a very functional manner that would deliver a straight club face if they held it where the club was straight to begin with. Can, can a we lot back, of times. Can we back up there for one second or at least stay yeah. here for one second? Because that was a problem I had when we first worked, start working together. Uh huh. Is I was gripping it correctly, but the club face was not straight. I was unable because the, the edges are different on your irons. You know? Yeah. I was unable to basically look down at the club and tell you when it was straight. But that little trick you uh, mentioned about quickly, just put it directly out in front of you and look for the, the lines in the club to go up and down. Isn't that amazing? When they put their right hand on, they love to start with their fingers wrapping under the club first, and then they move their hand from under the club and they roll it around to the side. Well, guess what? In the process of doing that, they're twisting the club. Yeah. And they're unaware. And then they make these little wrist adjustments when they're down there so the club face looks straight to them. And then they go ahead and swing, and then they deliver the club. And, you know, the swing is pretty good, and the club face is now pretty bad. Yeah. And then the ball starts in a bad place, curves to a bad place, and a lot of times they're, they're thinking about 20 things in their swing. They must have been doing this or they must have been doing that. And the truth is, is that they actually had a very similar swing to their best ones, and it's very repeatable, but the ball flight's all over the place because they're doing a little bit of manipulation that they shouldn't be doing with the face of the club, but they're doing it in their grip, and they just don't quite get it. Right. But I do know that every time I hold a club up, and John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe this very intricately so that way all of our listeners at home can get this. What I want you to do is to hold a club out in front of your face as if it were a very long nose, all right? Sticking out in front. So get your arms out in front of you, get it face high, and run the club out so you have a big, gigantic, long Pinocchio nose with a club at the head at the end. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I want you to gently twist the shaft a little bit in your fingers, and I want you to watch the club head. Now, a lot of times you can do this tilted over so it's hanging straight vertically into the ground, but above the ground and you can look down the, the shaft a little bit and you can just take your fingers and you can just roll the club just gently, ever so gently, one way or the other, and then look at the club face. And then you're about to go, oh no. Yeah. Major. I am twisting my club face mm -hmm. a lot. Yes. Yes. And I tell people how gentle a movements and how small a movements I made by twisting the grip end and how quickly that came to ruin my golf score on the other end. Mm -hmm. And they understand. Oh, brother, I've been there. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because when you do that and you look down upon your club or out at your club, you get to see exactly how much you have rotated that club. And you might have a great delivery system of swinging that club down to the golf ball. And you might make good contact. However, if the club face is not where you anticipated it would be mm -hmm. and the ball starts to shoot off sideways and spin off that direction as well, mm -hmm. you have a problem. Mm -hmm. And then you start to figure things out on your own, but you're always wrong. <laughs> you, reach behind your, you reach behind your back into a low spot somewhere below the small of your back and you pull out this little magic idea and you hold it up in front of you. You go, yeah, that's what I did on that one. Yeah. That's why my ball went sideways. Yeah, that's the ticket. It might not be that at all. It probably is not. Yeah, that back pocket full of excuses might need to be emptied and look at the real issue of flight and check out whether your club face is truly facing where you think you're facing before you even swing it. That is one of the steps that's set up that so few of us actually take time to do. Yeah. After a while, you probably get to be able to look straight down at the club as it's in its address position at the ball and tell if the head of the club is straight or left or right or closed or open, however, whatever nomenclatures you want to use there. But for most of us, we can't tell that by looking down at it as it's resting behind the ball. We need to no. hold it up and put it straight out in front of us and check it that way. Yeah. At the same time, many people need to understand that the handle 
is built out in front of the face of the club. So if you sold your irons where the sole plate was flush on the ground, you know where the handle would be? Out in front of the face. In front of it, yeah. So let's say you're a right-handed golfer, and you take your nine iron and you place it on the ground, and instead of having the shaft vertical, you had the sole, and then then the sole plate of the club would be kind of on the back of the sole plate. It wouldn't be leading edge flush and trailing edge flush to the ground. Right. If you set it where leading edge and trailing edge were flush to the ground, your handle would be angled out in front, fifteen-ish degrees. Yeah. Otherwise known as pointed at about the middle of your left hip. Mm-hmm. That's where it would be pointed. Which is which is kind of difficult again for for many of us to. Uh... <sighs> Accept, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Well, they're so used to the thought is that that it must be shaft in the middle. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be that way. No, as long as club head's in the middle. Shaft doesn't have to be there, right? You know, we're trying to get it to deliver it as square as we can. And right. sometimes that really helps people is to learn to put it on the ground like that and then place their left hand on at where the ball, where that club already sits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they can do that, holy smokes, John, we have success. Because <laughs> when we have success like that, we're it's it's really impressive because people realize that golf just got a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. They hit it straighter. They hit it farther. Yeah. You know and that it's... look as you look down that shaft angled at the left hip socket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say, "Well, that's forward shaft lean." Or if your hands are on at that point, even though they're hanging naturally, especially your left one, they're like, oh, that's a forward press. As if I took action and pushed my hands over there. I think that all a matter of your perspective. If you set the club on the ground the way the club's designed and it soles flat on the sole plates flat on the ground, the handle's already over there. Is that really pressing it forward? That sounds natural to me, not pressing right. anything. But if you have the perspective, if you v- come from the viewpoint of all shafts that I touch <laughs> must be vertical. Yes. And anything forward or vertical is deemed a forward press. Right. And at impact, I need forward shaft lean. And that's just a matter of your perspective on where things come from. You know, if, if you're, if you're trying to deliver it with less loft, your shaft will be forward. Well, guess what? It's kind of designed that way anyhow. And you will find so, that when you do hit them that way, that you don't feel it. That's a beautiful thing about a proper golf shot, man, is you swing the ball and it's like going through warm butter. It is, you know, it, I, I get a lot of people a little bit freaked out when I just kind of introduce them to a, a concept that actually makes life simpler for them if that's what they require. But they all require a club face to be delivered straight. So I figure out what is that club in that person's hand mm-hmm. and how are they delivering it to the golf ball? Right. And, and that's the way that people have to pay attention to this as opposed to thinking about 27 different things about how to swing the club. How about at least pay a large amount of intent, uh, attention to how are my hands on the club and what are they doing with the club to get it to the golf ball? Mm-hmm. I don't really care what they do with the club after the ball leaves the face. I don't really talk much about that. Yeah. It's how I get people to hit the ball better right? And, and play better golf immediately is I don't talk about a whole lot of things other than delivering what in the club face to make the golf ball do what it needs to. And then all of a sudden, they can get out of trouble. They can hit the shots they really never thought they could hit because they never had that thought before. I'm just drawing their attention to the things about what are they delivering to the club and how easy is it? Right. Exactly. Love to ball. Exactly. And what you have just heard is a very basic explanation of a very basic concept of a very simple game, which we seem to really make more difficult and more difficult and more difficult as time goes on. 
However, you thought it was going to be just simple like this? Uh-uh. No, because when we come back, we're going to talk about how to really uh, basically make it more difficult to do other simple things. Does that make sense? No, but it will when we come back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't move. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.